Hello, welcome to Feed, Play, Love, the bite-sized podcast for parents. I'm Siobhan Hunt. This is a show all about parenting. I speak to experts and carers about everything from fussy eating, toddler behaviour, sleep and more. As the bushfires continue to ravage communities, many Australians are asking what they can do to help. Many have already. But some are wondering, is it best to donate goods? Should we be donating money? How can we support those who have lost so much or the volunteers who continue to fight the fires? As parents and carers, our thoughts are often with those who are in the same position as us, looking after small children and how we might help them. Jessica McPherson is the CEO of St Kilda Mums. She's been supporting families before the fires, in fact, since about 2009, and is working out how her organisation can help those affected by the fires. Hi, Jess, how are you? Hi, I'm good, thank you. Now, I just mentioned you've been running St Kilda Mums since 2009, supporting parents in need. How does this emergency compare to the work you usually do day to day? Uh, well, it's interesting that you that we talk about 2009 because, of course, February 2009 was the, the Black Saturday fires here in Victoria. And in many ways, that crisis and the response shaped the way that uh, St Kilda Mums evolved in the early days. Uh, one of the big challenges for the charities who were providing assistance to the families was that they didn't have the skill and expertise to ensure that the baby goods, the prams and the cots and the car seats that have been donated from the community, that they would be safe and fit for use. And so, unfortunately, at that time, a lot of those items ended up going to landfill because there was just no way that they could be sure that they were fit for purpose. And that had a, had a lot to do with uh, our, our motivations in the very early days, that there needed to be a better way to ensure that secondhand goods could be used safely. And so part of what St Kilda Mums has been doing is testing those donated goods, is that correct, to make sure that they are safe for use? Yes, and we've invested a lot of time in upskilling ourselves, monitoring all of the recalls and making sure that we work closely with the manufacturers around any fixes or, or you know, understanding how spare parts work, etc., so that they can be safely passed on there is a, an app on the apple store called baby safe it's an app that we've developed to support our sister organizations around australia and any baby goods that have been recalled in australia will be listed on that app as well as common products that have never been recalled so that can the, the idea of the app is to give people the confidence to use secondhand goods that ensure that they're not using anything that's been recalled after it's been sold. And sometimes items don't get recalled until years after they were first sold, which can be very confusing for people. And so basically St Kilda Mums has been uh, about taking unwanted goods from those who don't need them anymore and giving them to those who do need them. At this particular time with the fires, there are a lot of messages about ways people can help. Some people are dropping off um, donations of goods to fire stations or to charities, but that's not necessarily straightforward, is it? What is your... It's not straightforward at all. And in fact, all of the big reputable charities, and I'm talking about Red Cross and Salvos and Vinnies, they all have the same message, is that we're still in crisis. 
and the best way people can help is to donate money. It's not safe to drive to Gippsland with goods. And in fact, yesterday, the Shire of Wellington, I believe, put out a notice asking people, begging people to stop dropping off material aid donations because they had no capacity to store or sort or distribute those goods. So it's really important that we listen to the messages from the big charities who are the first responders, who've got people on the ground and who really understand what the needs of these communities are. And for now, so right this week, it is donate money and please hold on to any goods donations until the point that they are asked for. And you can give us some insight into that. You're just talking about how it, with St Kilda Mums, you've had to upskill to make sure that different items are safe. Um, yes. But people do, with the best of intentions, they do go, oh, I've got this tin of something or other and surely they can use that. Let's pass that on now. But you need human capacity to actually sort through that and make sure um, it's right for human consumption, etc. So that's the real problem with those donations, isn't it? Yeah, and I really understand how people feel compelled to do something, how people feel compelled to not only make a financial donation but to do something practical as well. And what I'm seeing in my Facebook feed is a whole lot of local community groups and church groups and and the businesses, you know, sending the message out there that they're collecting on behalf of bushfire victims. And the fact is, is that anybody can do that, but they, unless they're doing a, a food drive with the goods that have been requested by the food bank, and unless they're able to drive those goods to the food bank depot themselves, then there's, there's no point collecting things if you've got actually no way of making sure that those goods actually do get to where they need to go. And so if you're confused about whether a, a donation drive is legitimate or not, or whether it's these are items that are indeed requested and needed, I go back to, to what I said before, which is, is it just to ensure if you're involved with any of that kind of giving that it is for one of the big charities that have actually got people on the ground. Because if it's a local, if it's a local business, you know, who are running the, the donation drive, how do you know that those items are going to get where they need to go? And is you mentioning that we're in, obviously we're in crisis now, and so money is the best way to support communities in those um, big charities you mentioned. We'll put links in the notes of this episode. What are you doing with St Kilda Mums? Because I know I interrupted you earlier when you were, were talking to your members and working out your own strategy. Is there yeah. a time when you will kickstart your own process of support, which does involve donations of goods? Yes, so we we reopen on the 15th of January to start accepting donations of goods again. The reason why we had delayed that by a week is because we want to spend this week concentrating on supporting the agencies that we partner with and making sure that um, that we're fulfilling the orders that have come through. We do have reduced volunteer numbers and staff numbers at this time of year as a lot of people are away on holiday with their families. And so what we've said is we're prioritising getting the goods to where they need to be versus accepting goods coming in because we actually have plenty of stock of some items and we're running low on stock of other items, but we want to make sure that we understand what the need is. 
and and we really have no visibility right now today on what the spike in demand for our service will be. We know that there are hundreds of homes lost, but we also know that the fires haven't stopped burning. So we might end up needing to support thousands of families. We just don't know. We just don't know yet. And um, we're spending a lot, a lot of time trying to establish what the need is going to be. And when it comes to families, most of us can think in our heads, if I was to lose everything tomorrow, what are the basic necessities I would need? Um, is that something, I mean, obviously you don't know what the need is now because you don't know how old the children are that are impacted and all that kind of thing. But would you say that there are some basic necessities that when the time comes, things like nappies and formula and that sort of stuff is possibly what you're going to be needing donated to yourself and perhaps your sister organisations around the country? Yeah, possibly. We do know that nappies and formulas, you know, they are so essential that those goods are already being distributed by food bank. So we're thinking about the longer term support. So when the families are no longer living in crisis accommodation, and uh, in, in some kind of temporary housing, you know, the baby will need a cot to sleep in. Uh, or, the, the, you know, the family will need a high chair and a pram uh, and car restraints so that they can travel safely with their babies. A lot of families at the moment have they've fled in their vehicles, um, so they have their car restraints. But there are other bushfire victims whose, whose cars have burnt. So, yes, we are really waiting to see what those requests will be. And, and as I say, a lot of the services have been really disrupted. So it might take a while before we get a really clear picture. When I just mentioned there your sister organisations, I'm just going off your website. Um, yes. How many other organisations like St Kilda Mums exist around the country if people want to reach out if they're not in Victoria? So there's about 15 of us right across Australia in every state plus the ACT. Um, and there are there are multiple organisations in some states. The thing that's really important to note is that all of the all of our sister organisations are smaller than us, and some of them are still entirely volunteer run, which means that despite their best efforts to respond to the bushfire crisis, some of them, you know, just don't have the storage space and they don't have enough staff, or they don't have any staff and they don't have enough volunteers to really scale up quickly to respond. We currently provide material aid to every local government area in Victoria through our regional project. We've got these incredible freight partners, Victorian Freight, um, and they're working really closely with Food Bank at the moment. In fact, they, they got the first barge into Malakuta. So we know that in partnership with them, we can, we can get the goods to where they need to go. But I'm very concerned about that area of the south coast of New South Wales how are we going to get goods into that part of the world when our sister organisation, the closest sister organisations in the Sutherland Shire. So we're going to be working with the agencies that we have established relationships with, but potentially with, with new agencies that we've not worked with before to ensure that, you know, no matter where these families are, we can get the goods to them. That's going to be our primary focus. And we really need to stay, uh, we need to, to really make sure that we're focused on that over these next few weeks. And should people um, check out your website to work out when and where is the best way to support you? Absolutely. And we'd love people to follow us on social media as well because we're going to be really, really specific about what goods we're short of and what goods we need. And, you know, it's going to take, it's going to take years 
for some of these communities to rebuild. So we're here for the long haul and we, we really invite your listeners to become our supporters and help us be there for these families over the next weeks, months and years as they rebuild their lives. Jessica, thank you so much for your time today. Thank you. That's Jessica McPherson. She's the CEO of St Kilda Mums. And uh, as you may have noted from that interview, it's much bigger than just the suburb of St Kilda. Jess has just been talking about how they're aiming to support the communities on the south coast of New South Wales. So we'll make sure we put up links for further resources on how you can support those families affected by the bushfires in the notes of this episode. Feed, Play, Love is a babyology podcast produced and presented by me, Siobhan Hunt. I'd love to hear from you, so if you'd like to get in touch, email me at feedplaylove at theparentbrand.com.au. See you next time.